time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode. Oh boy, hello there. Hello, hello there, guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. I don't know if you guys heard that at the beginning there. I hit play, I was all ready to go. There's a delay, and then she comes in recording in progress. So, oh man, rough start to the show today, but uh, it's uh, the Wednesday episode uh, recording today on, uh, well, it is Wednesday, man. See, I'm, I'm just, I am like a day late and a dollar short right now, I feel. Haven't got out an episode early yesterday, turned into kind of a hectic morning. So I wanted to get out episode on Tuesday, record it anyway, get it out Wednesday, but life happens. Uh, this new computer, I'm, I, I love the new computer, but was recording, trying my old microphone didn't seem to work. So this is a, not a new microphone, but one I haven't used as much. So that one seemed to work. That's kind of a big reason I wanted to record today, get an episode out for Wednesday is just to make sure this this microphone works as you guys have listened to some shows, I'm sure where I am, uh, uh, you know, it sounds terrible or whatever. And, and it probably does usually sound terrible anyway, which is just me talking. But anyway, enough of that. Um, hopefully I can get all this solved soon and uh, we can continue to put out some good episodes. I have some ideas here the next few weeks. Uh, you know, I have some great guests already lined up, already recorded with a few uh, so the Friday's episodes have been a lot of fun. Monday episodes, the Real Hondo Pro Football Show has been uh, just a blast. I, I can't tell you enough how much it's uh, how, how much fun it's been in just uh, talking about Rio, talking about the alma mater, getting people involved. It, it is really uh, it, it's really developed into what I wanted it to be. And so uh, when things work out the way you like. Uh, man, what, what, a it's, it, it doesn't happen that often, right. In life. Uh, I, I find myself constantly thinking, okay, I have all these things to do today and where am I going to fit them all in? How am I going to do it all? Managing time is definitely a, an adult thing for sure. Uh, if, if you don't start it at a young age, but anyway, I, I, do you guys ever feel this? Like you feel like there's not enough hours in a day, but also time. Well, let's say that would be the same thing. There's not enough hours in a day. But the day also seems to be long, take forever. I don't know. I don't know if you're if you're uh, picking up what I'm putting down there. You know, I used to mess that phrase up until my friend Chris Gonzalez. He's like, "That's not. It's not. Uh, I feel what you're putting down. It's pick up what you're putting down." Because I would always. Todd knows this. My good friend Todd. He knows I mess up uh, phrases, uh, hersomisms, if you will. One of my few talents in the world that I, I know how to butcher a saying or how to say something completely backwards. But anyway, today, guys, I'm just a man alone with his thoughts and a nice cup of coffee. I wasn't even going to do a show today. I was like, you know what? I, I don't have time to do this. Okay, let's do a 30-minute show. Let's test the mic and this and that. But uh, anyway, uh, my thoughts moving forward. Uh, again, Monday show, that's not changing. Friday, have some great guests continuing to line those up. Wednesdays, as I mentioned to you guys, uh, Bill Barnes kind of on a hiatus. Uh, he's on the DL, I guess he'll say, I don't know. Uh, he's taking some time off if nothing else. And, uh, maybe he's retired from the show. Uh, I know some fans have reached out to me and been like, Hey, what's up? Where's Bill? 
Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll get t-shirts made. Where's Bill? Where's Bill? Uh, but uh, no, all kidding aside, uh, we miss him. He, he was great addition to this show for a long time, and, and I'm sure he'll be back a time or two. But for now, Wednesdays is just me, a really brief show, uh, and just talk about some sports topics, some other things on my mind. And, you know, we all have to admit when we're wrong about things. I think that's something that uh, is, is not always easy. It's, it's, uh, this, uh, it's something that's going on in the country right now. Like some people refuse to admit when they're wrong. Well, there's something I need to admit. And that is, I've, I've seen this in myself here the past few weeks. And that is, I am terrible at predicting things, especially in, in uh, sports. You know, you think you know, but you don't really know. And so I did a lot of predictions, I think a week ago, regarding the baseball playoffs, regarding football, football's been okay. But in baseball, the baseball playoffs, I think I've been wrong about everything, every single thing. The Yankees lost the wild card. The uh, uh, the Dodgers won the wild card. I had that right. Uh, I think the only thing I've had so far is the Dodgers advancing in the wild card. I had the Astros losing to uh, the White Sox. I had uh, who was the other American League team? Uh, I had I had the Yankees advancing and and beating uh, Tampa Bay and going to the World Series. Even uh, Boston beat Tampa Bay. Uh, so I wasn't even right there. And then I had uh, the, I had the, Bra- the Brewers beating the Braves, I believe. And, and the Braves are in the NLCS. So I've been wrong about everything. So I think one thing I may stop doing is less predictions on the show and more just reactions to uh, what is, what has happened on the field previously. I think I'm probably better at that. I might have a few predictions here and there, but then you guys know, just go the opposite. Right. And um Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, so prediction wise, yeah, I just I'm not good at it. I thought I was OK and I've just come to a realization. No, you know, you're, you're not that great at it. So uh, maybe I'll get better as time goes here. And sometimes, honestly, I just look at a piece of paper. I was like, OK, who's going to win here? And I, there's no research. There's no homework done. Uh, so maybe less of that and maybe just more reactions to, to the shows here. I think that's what I'm going to what I'm going to try to do. Anyway, uh, I asked you guys last week about. Uh, who are the most annoying fan bases in sports? Haven't heard from any of you yet, but if you're still interested, by all means, send me uh, send me your thoughts on there. Uh, your boxing nickname, what would it be? What would it be when you're coming out of the corner ready to uh, step in the ring? Uh, let me see here. Oh, and then uh, I had something else that was kind of new that I that popped into my head the other day about uh, kind of fan interaction here. And eh, we'll get to it another time. Okay. Before a few, a few sports takes, I wrote these down and I, and I just, I, I wanted to, to get your guys' opinion on this. So I saw, okay, hear me out. Funeral escorts. You've seen these, the, the, the long line of cars uh, with the hearse. And then you got the motorcycle dudes directing traffic. Everyone's got a sticker on their car, right? It's a long line of people going from, uh, I, I guess the church to the grave or whatever it is. And I got me thinking, I saw one the other day, everyone's got their headlights on in the middle of the day, right? So you know who's who. And I was like, how did this ever become a thing? Was this like, just because there wasn't a GPS that people didn't know how to, you know, they weren't familiar, you had people from out of town who weren't familiar with an area. Is it a respect thing? It probably is. And I'm just butchering this entire thing. But I I got to thinking, I'm like, first of all, how did that start? (laughs) And then second of all, why is it still a thing? I would figure in 2021, like, hey, here's the address to the church. Here's the address to the graveside. Let's let's not uh, have a long line of cars uh, blocking traffic. I'm not trying to be insensitive here. All right. We've all had funerals. We've all had loved ones we lost. It's a simple observation. 
not trying to be disrespectful to those who've lost somebody. We make that perfectly clear. Uh, but I saw that the other day and I wasn't like angry because I was in traffic. I was just like, why is this still a thing? I, I can't understand it. Now, if somebody knows, please tell me. My thought is it probably has to, it's a respectful thing maybe like, hey, we're all united driving uh, th this direction to the funeral. Uh, you're, you guys are probably like, Matt, you are a sick uh, person right now. Why is this even on your mind? These are the random things I think about. And I just, I, I was like, why? How did this start? And also, why is it still a thing? I could probably look it up on Wikipedia or something, but why are funeral escorts still a thing? This motorcade, you know, famous people, I get it. Okay, famous, I don't know, uh, just so that not everyone just jumps in line, whatever. Uh, you know, only the invited people are allowed to attend. I don't know, but why is it funeral escorts? I'm like, what? And I'm thinking, why? How come they don't do this for other things? For, for, uh, you don't typically see it in like a, a, a wedding escort, do you? I mean, maybe, maybe I'm just out of touch here and don't know anything, which is very, very likely. I've never seen that before. Hey, here's the, here we're going to caravan to the uh to the reception i've been a part of weddings where it's like the wedding's here and then across town or whatever it's, it's where the reception is you don't really see those motorcycle dudes waving people around for a wedding ceremony uh well how about uh i don't know i, I probably shouldn't should not speak uh, uh anymore about this but funeral escorts it just got me thinking guys i I'm, i know i'm, I'm weird i'm really weird now as somebody who has terrible vision and that you guys know I empired a long time and I've been accused of uh, awful vision quite often. Uh, I, I've often thought about uh, LASIK surgery and I wear contacts. I can't see without glasses at all or contacts. And uh, I've thought about LASIK before and, and I'm not going to do it anytime soon, but I always found it fascinating. <laughs> I've seen it on billboards and I'm like, they always say per eye. LASIK, blah, 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 1500 or whatever the price is per eye. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, what's the ratio of people out there who, <laughs> who only need uh, LASIK surgery on one eye? Again, maybe there are a few people and I'm just this ignorant podcaster sitting here in his kitchen drinking cold coffee. Maybe that's true. But as someone who is considering LASIK someday, I'm like, why would you say per eye up there on the, I mean, do they make one lens glasses? I know some context lenses are, are different prescriptions, uh, you know, different lens prescription. Fine, fine, fine. But typically it's not one eye is really good and one eye is bad. There's exceptions, I know. But I was, I guess, LASIK surgery, blah, 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 per eye. And I'm thinking, is that just so that you feel that the cost is lower? This steps into my advertising background too, which uh, I, thankfully I did not pursue. But these are the things I just, I scratch my head. I'm, I'm gone. I'm on the road all day, uh, whether it's driving for Uber or in my truck, uh, you know, rolling around with packages and things. So I see these things and it just gets me thinking. And, and maybe I'm a lunatic and I have a sick mind. I, I really don't know. But uh, I'm just like, come on, why do you charge per eye? That's like selling shoes. And it's just, hey, uh, $40 per shoe for $40 per shoe, $50 per shoe. That's like, what do we do? Who comes up with this verbiage? So anyway, uh, so those are, there's some randomness for the day to start to jump into the middle of the week for you guys. I'm not trying to be a, a comedian or anything. It's, I'm not, I don't have that talent for sure, but all I can do is, is 
share my random thoughts and opinions on, on just uh, on topics. And what do you got out there? You know, guys, I always encourage voicemails and emails and this and that. But anytime you have something random that pops up in your head that you want, uh, you're, you're wondering, I don't know, my, my thoughts on or you're, you're not alone. Send it, send it to me. Hey, I had this happen to me today on the, on the road or at work. And um, I'll be like, okay, yeah. Cool. No worries. I can, I can run, I can roll with that. I'm always looking for topics. Uh, I wrote down a few things here from the weekend sports wise that I found interesting. Uh, first off uh, the Bengals Packers game. I posted this on Facebook, my messenger, uh, you know, celebrating early, nothing drives me more crazy than, you know, over celebrating. That's a big one, but, but then also celebrating early. How about the Bengals? They kicked the game winning field. There was five missed field goals in the last uh, two minutes into overtime of that game. Each team traded missed field goals. And one of the missed field goals, the Bengals kicker kicks the ball. And yeah, it looks really good. And then the wind kind of picks up and ends up going wide left, hits the flag. No good. But as the ball's in the air, he's celebrating. He starts hugging his holder. They, they think they've won the game. And then they look up and it's just like, oh, 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 wait, I, I saw it go straight. How did it go left? Now, anyone who's played golf knows that this happens. Like you hit the ball and you're like, wait a minute. No, I hit it. I hit it there. Why did it go there? But for goodness sake, stop with the over celebrating. Let's make sure a ball is a home run before we start our home run trot, right? You shouldn't even have this like the fancy, uh, uh, you know, lack of another term BS that, that, uh, you know, Oh, Matt, 2020, let them celebrate. They're just happy. They made a great play. Yeah, that's fine. But just make sure the play is completed. Make sure the home run goes over the fence, actually. Make sure the field goal goes between the uprights. Make sure your, your, your three-point shot where you turn around and start pumping your chest actually goes in the basket. These are, this is all I'm saying. Because you look like an idiot. Beyond idiot. I wish there was a, su- a super idiot. I wish there's a fancier term to use when you start celebrating early. And we're in this age of this look at me age of, you know, baseball's gotten terrible. Every, they all have to run out of the dugout now and it, keep, just know this. That is all for show. Look, look at how uh, excited I am. It's not to, cause they're super energetic. It's look how excited I am. The bat flips, the, the, the yelling out at a pitcher when a guy hits a home run. Uh, this is why people get thrown out. And you can be like, well, that's barbaric. It's, it's old school. It should be that way. Bill Burr made a great comment on his podcast I listened to. And he's like, this is why hockey still has fighting. Because all this nonsense, the over-celebrating, the, the showboating, uh, things, is, that, that, that gets taken care of by, by the athletes. Like, no, no, no. There's, there's a right way and a wrong way to play the game. But now the media and uh, fans and fantasy sports, and this, it's all about make it exciting. Make it, look at, I celebrated a ton back in the day when I was playing. Not so much from my accomplishments, usually my teammates. I just handed the ball off. They ran and I'd start screaming up and down and, and, and things of that nature. But I was an intense shouter, yeller, whatever. I, I was, I celebrated, you know, but I just, it drives me crazy when I see this stuff. I, I saw it in college football recently. I wanted to ask Coach Carson about it with Rio Hondo. Uh, maybe I will on a show, but this, how many times do you see it? Every year you see it in college football. A guy starts to celebrate. Before he gets in the end zone, drops the ball a little early, right? Uh, the defense or the other team jumps on it and no touchdown. And I have, I laugh so hard when I see that because I have zero sympathy, zero for uh, just arrogance, uh, the, the ineptitude, whatever you want to call it. 
I, I can't, I can't stand it. By the way, one of my uh, favorite quotes, I think it was Bobby Bowden. Uh, he talked about a player he had one time at Florida state, God rest his soul. I'm pretty sure it was Bobby Bowden. I could be wrong, but it was in a book I was reading. And uh, he said, he was talking to his player and he's like, son, what is, what is it with you? Is it, is it, is it ignorance or is it apathy? And the, the player looked at him and goes, coach, I don't know. And I don't care. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> is it ignorance or apathy coach? I don't know. And I don't care. That is, that is fantastic. So I feel like we're in this, this modern day age of do what you want. Just uh, express yourself. Uh, you know, you, you, you tackled someone on third down. Let's run laps around the stadium. You caught an interception that was thrown to you. Let's throw a gold chain on dress for Halloween. Look how amazing we are. Can you imagine doing this at the other workplace? I drop a package off at FedEx. I start running around the neighborhood, high stepping. And they're like, look at, look at what I did. I did what I was supposed to do. Can you believe it? I was better than that UPS guy. I'm not saying we need to be 1920s, sit at your desk and do nothing and, you know, show no emotion ever. I am not saying that. I'm just saying, let's, let's bring it down a notch or two. Let's, let's settle down. Can we please? Remember Peyton Manning, he threw a touchdown pass, just keep kind of a little, little pump of the fist as he jogs to the sideline, maybe shake the hand of a quarterback, tap an O-lineman on the head. Remember that? Tom Brady kind of does that. Now, Brady loses his mind sometimes and, and is a lunatic and celebrates. Again, there's a time and a place for it. You throw the game-winning touchdown pass as time expired, expires, lose your mind. You complete a, a, a pass on second and four for a first down in the middle of the second quarter. Uh, you shouldn't be uh, high-stepping and thumping your chest. I'm sorry. I'm 36 years old. I know I sound like I'm 76 with, with these takes. I've said it before and I said it again. I just, the, the celebrate. You don't celebrate New Year's Eve like it's New Year's Eve on, uh, you know, October 11th. It'd be like having a New Year's Eve party on and count down to midnight on October 11th. Hey, we're going to have a new, what are you guys doing? What, why are you guys having a party? Yeah, yeah, New Year's Eve. We're celebrating the New Year. Yeah, but it's October. Why, why would you? Well, yeah, we just, you know, it's a big day, a big moment. Where, you know, not to say you can't have a party in the middle of October or whatever, but to, you get my point. Like, what, what are we doing? If you really dissect this stuff, I mean, I just think our society has fallen so much. We've gotten so soft in some areas and just, I think it all, it, it, some of this spill has spilled into our society big time. Okay. Enough of that. Bengals. You're still the Bengals. Uh, Chargers. Chargers had that weird ending. Did you guys see this? The Chargers were down a point. They're trying to, they have the ball. They're inside the Browns territory. They're trying to burn time. They're trying to, uh, Austin Eckler, their running back, actually could have scored, slid in bounds, keep the clock running, make the Browns use their timeouts. It was a weird situation where you're probably going to kick a field goal um, to, for, to win the game, but you want to leave the Browns with no time left, basically. And they're trying to run the ball. They're trying to you know, burn the clock. And I've seen before where defenses will step aside 
and let a team score. Like when a team runs a ball up the middle and they just all step aside and let them score. So you get the ball back. That's a strategy, right? But one thing I've never seen before is a ball carrier literally grabbed and pushed into the end zone. The defense grabbed onto Eckler, who stopped. He stopped running at like the two-yard line, I think. And the defense grabbed him, and then teammates pushed him. This is the defense. Now, the offense, you see that. Offensive linemen will push the pile or whatever, which is legal now. Uh, You cannot grab and carry a player into the end zone. That's a penalty uh, offensively. But the defense, uh, they're allowed to do that, I guess. And in theory, here they grabbed him and carried him into the end zone. It was so weird, so unique. It saved them, you know, a, a minute 45 on the clock. The Browns would go on to, uh, to, to, to lose the game. I think they, no, they threw a Hail Mary. No, that game did not go to overtime. Excuse me. The Hail Mary fell short. Uh, so it was so interesting. I mean, you see something new every day. Uh, the Raiders, okay, the Raiders have lost two in a row, and, and they got bigger issues here. Uh, the Gruden firing is, you know, it, it, he resigned. Yes, we know that. But, uh, you know, an ugly, ugly situation. And I won't get into the details uh, for those of you that, have seen the emails and, and, you know, uh, the emails were written in 2011, apparently 10 years ago. And uh, I'm not going to sit here and argue about, or say, you know, comments about, Oh, what was, what he said was right. What he said was wrong. I'm not going to get in any of that. Okay. Because uh, in 2021, you can be canceled for anything. So, uh, but, but I will say the only thing I'll say about it is, you know, to go back 10 years on, on somebody is a scary precedent to set. Um, I am not defending what he said. I think some of the things he said in there was like, Oh, that, yeah. Uh, 2021, you can't say that. The weird thing is it was 2011 when he said it and maybe it wasn't right then either. It's not again, someone's going to, I know these people out there. What, what did you say? You said, he said, she said, no, 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 I'm not. None of what he, uh, none of what he said. I am supporting, uh, c- c- condoning. That's such a weird word. I always mess. That's talking about messing up, missing up phrases condoning i always forget is condone support or not support you say i don't condone that it's like wait you gotta i don't support okay condone means support to my i'm sorry i need more coffee here i'm I'm, when you're by yourself it is just ridiculous i got a long day ahead of me got some good sleep but still okay i am not condoning i think not i'm scratch that screw the no more no more i am not supporting anything john john gruden said Okay, let me just say that clear. So no one edits this, whatever. Uh, but it, it, the, the only thing is really weird is going back. And because how far back do we go on, on somebody uh, as far as holding them to standards of the current time? You know, you see this a lot with, uh, you know, statues and things, right? Uh, everyone's like, well, that guy, he supported this or that. And it's like, yeah, okay, those are awful things. Uh, at that time, it was kind of commonplace or whatever, right? So uh, I think John Gruden is being judged uh, in present time. And it wasn't that, someone could say, well, that wasn't that long ago. And I agree. I agree. I mean, the, the, the words and verbiage he used, yeah, you, you can't, you're not going to get away with that stuff in, in today's world uh, or even 2011's world, especially you know, when you refer to your boss in a certain way. Uh, but uh, private emails and such, it's, it's, uh, I don't know where I stand with it all. I really don't. I mean, maybe, maybe you guys feel more strongly. Um, I kind of heard different opinions from different people on this, uh, people that I respect. And uh, it, it's, it's just weird. The whole thing's weird. It was probably best that they, I mean, they did need to just go their separate ways. Um, 
So uh, yeah, the Raiders are in that after that three and L start, I think they're, they're in for a kind of a disastrous season. I mean, that's a major distraction. Anytime you lose your coach in the middle of the season. Uh, so uh, I think, I think their season, we'll see if they rally. David Carr's a great quarterback, exceptional guy. Uh, we'll see if, if he can rally the troops, but I think the Raiders are in trouble. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the whole John Gruden thing, what a mess, what an absolute mess. Um, it, 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 not that uh, anyone out there is, uh, is censoring themselves, right. And being like, well, I can't type this or, or that, or I got to go back. Uh, we should, we all need to watch our words uh, carefully at all times. And um and, you know, it's just a very unfortunate situation. So uh, we'll see. The league will keep going. The only th- this is one last thing I'll say about it is uh, I do want consistency from the NFL as far as I- I'm, I'm with you 100 percent. Hey, everything he said. OK, awful. All right. But then, uh, as Clay Travis mentioned, you go and you bring in some rappers for uh, the what is it? The Super Bowl show, Super Bowl halftime show, uh, Eminem. Dr. Dre, some guys that have used some pretty offensive language and words uh, in their in their music and and things, uh, some of their themes, right? Um, so that's all I'm saying. Let's let's be consistent. Whatever. What did uh, Todd told me this one? Tell me the rules and I'll play by them. That's fine. As an official, this is this is what. Here's the standard. Here's the rules. That's fine. Let let me. I know what to enforce as an official if I know the rules. And, and how we want them enforced. So uh, again, with anything out there, just consistency, no matter what it is, consistency is, is very important, whether it's a strike zone or policies of, uh, of the way things go down uh, in business or life or whatever. So uh, yeah, the, the, the Gruden Raider marriage that needed to end uh, and, and he's probably done coaching uh, forever. If, 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 if we're honest. Okay. Cowboys, Cowboys look good, man. Offense is cooking. I wanted to have Fred Monteblanco on the show to talk about Dallas uh, so he can praise them and his Texas Rangers. I'm kidding, Fred. I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, you know, the Cowboys offense does look to be in rhythm, uh, balanced attack, which you don't always see in the NFL. And the defense is playing exceptionally well. Micah Parsons is a real deal. Real deal. He's, he's going to be one of the top defensive players in the league for years to come. Uh, I don't like giving the Cowboys praise. I really don't. But they seem to be playing very well. We'll see as the schedule gets tougher for them, how they do along the way, but a four and one start is, is definitely good. They, they're going to new England uh, this weekend and I'm not going to predict anything. Cause I'm no good at that. Uh, that'll be a true test. Even though the Patriots are only two and three and, and not looking great offensively. They, they held those, those Buccaneers a few weeks ago. I know they had a, they, they knew Tom Brady very well and everything they held them to uh, what was it? 19 points or something like that. So uh, that'll be a test going to, Boston going to Foxborough for the Cowboys, but the offense seems to be uh, grooving and probably the most balanced offense in the NFL bills, chiefs, qu- crazy, crazy game on Sunday uh, with the long weather delay. Uh, you remember in football, when you turn on the old videos, you see these games in pouring rain and that's why you liked football. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Football in the rain. Now there's a little lightning out there and it's like, Oh, everyone on you inside on, you know, I know it's unsafe. You know, I want people to get home safe, but I, I'm just like, man, I wish they'd play in the, the bad weather more, you know, they do. I know they do, but, but with lightning, I know you gotta be, you gotta be extra an abundance of caution. Uh, but what drove me crazy was a chargers Raider game a few weeks before in SoFi stadium. We had some crazy lightning thunderstorms here in LA and they're like, you saw it on Gruden's face, you know, not to mention him again, but when they asked him like, Hey, you guys need to go inside in your locker room. And he's like, what lightning we're indoors. 
but uh, hey, some people much higher up are making those decisions more than me. Okay, um, a couple teams that are uh, teams and cities that are just awful right now. USC football, uh, I put the headstone up now. It is it is officially dead. It is they're not just bad. It it's atrocious. The the program is in shambles. If they don't make a huge and I mean a huge splash hire uh, here for the for the head coach that program may or may not recover. I know recruiting's great in LA, a lot of talent in Southern California. Uh, It's a brand that I don't think would ever die fully, but uh, the headstone is in the ground and they're starting to chisel away the the information there on the headstone. So uh, SC football better rise from the grave with a huge hire. Uh, It's just, it's awful right now to lose at home uh, by, you know, multiple touchdowns uh, to Utah and to, uh, Oregon State in that game a few weeks ago. It's just, it's a joke. It's an embarrassment. And UCLA fans out there are, are loving every second of it. So uh, SC, uh, if you're going to rise from the grave at all, if you have a mediocre hire, something that's not interesting, doesn't jump off the page, I, I mean, just consider the program done. And in my opinion, I don't mean to be uh, super dramatic, but that's just the way I feel. You, you turn the game on for five minutes. It's not just bad. They're inept. They're, they're, it's not USC. It's like, it's like turning the Yankees on and being like, this isn't the Yankees. Like, uh, and speaking of the Yankees, New York sports, New York sports are awful. New York sport, great sports town, right? Now best fans ever, blah, 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 blah. The LA sports seems to be doing quite well, except USC. Uh, but, but think about it. The New York sport, the jets and the giants, they both won uh, on the same day a few weeks ago. And it was like huge news. The jets and giants won for the, on the same day for the first time. And, it's like, what? And then uh, the Knicks, I can't understand why the Knicks can't be good. I haven't been good for years. I, I can't wrap my head around it. It makes zero sense. Big market, big city. Um, the, the, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, apparently, you know, that's kind of a, their only team going right now. The Yankees, they played in the wild card game and lost. I mean, they should be better. The Mets haven't been in, uh, relevant in years. I mean, think about it. New York sports, the New York Rangers, I mean, uh, was it the Islanders? I think we're in the playoffs last year. Could be wrong. But overall, I think for New York sports, they have two of everything like we do in LA. And they can't get anything going. And, and yes, okay, Yankee fans are going to come. Hey, wow, 27 World Series. I'm not talking about, okay, since 2009, right? 12 years. So I'm all about recent relevance, right? What, what have you done in the, in the, I always look at kind of decade. Decade by decade is kind of, for me, what brings about recent relevance. So uh, New York sports, man, <laughs> they're, they're in a, what would be a phrase here? I don't even know. They're in a subway. They're in a subway. I don't know. I'm not even gonna try, but uh, they better turn it around. And keep in mind, I love New York. I, my mom's from there. Sam and I have uh, enjoyed going there a few, a few trips here and there. Uh, but yeah, the sports there, Oh man, what a, it, it, it almost feels like a, uh, a Tampa Bay town, right? And Tampa Bay is doing all these great things in, in baseball and the, and the playoffs and the Buccaneers. And then the, of course the Stanley cup. So Tampa Bay's tur- turned into this sports uh, haven, right? This, and then New York City has turned into this uh, this forbidden wasteland. It's kind of backwards, kind of weird. But hey, that's where that's the world we live in, 2021. I'm sure it's a vicious cycle. It'll come come back around. All right, uh, two more things of college football. Iowa beats Penn State. Awesome game there. After the after Oklahoma t- took down Texas in the Red River Shootout. Uh, what a difference of a game Penn State and Iowa was. But Oklahoma beats Texas. Love that on Saturday, even though they were down 28 to three or whatever. Uh, that was a great comeback. And then Iowa State, Iowa beating Penn State. Iowa seems to be a real team right now. I don't think they're 
Alabama, Georgia quality, but they're undefeated. Schedule is what it is in front of them. And uh, yeah, I think they're going to probably sneak in the college football playoff here, representing the Big Ten here down the road. Go Hawkeyes. Alabama lost on the road to Texas A&M. Saturday night, I just want you guys to know I was in absolute heaven. I, I posted on social media. I said, this is fantastic. We have the, the, the fight, which I was you know looking forward to, Fury Wilder. We had uh, college football going on. Notre Dame was on. Alabama was on. Uh, some really, really good games going down to the wire. I had uh, the baseball playoffs, specific, specifically the Dodgers were on. And I had my two TVs. I was flipping back and forth. I'm like, this is a Saturday night, man. This is fantastic. This is unbelievable. I wish I had more TVs. So uh, just a, one of the best nights I've had in a long time, uh, honestly, sports-wise anyway. That's all I'll say. Uh, let's see here. So to the fight, Fury and Wilder. Again, I wanted to have Fred on to talk about this, but uh, what an amazing fight. I don't, I don't have a ton of boxing history uh, under my belt as far as a viewer and a fan, but that was one of the best fights I've ever seen. Uh, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury, the third time they fought. Uh, the first fight was controversial, came to a draw. Uh, Fury kind of dominated the fight, but then Wilder knocked him down in late rounds uh, at least once, maybe twice. Anyway, that was how the draw came about. Second fight, February of 2020. Right before, uh, you know, chaos and lockdowns and all that, uh, Fury stopped Wilder in the, I think the sixth round, his corner threw in the towel. And then uh, on Saturday night, really back and forth. I still think Fury dominated most of the rounds. Uh, Wilder came out fast, man. He was like, I'm, I'm going, I'm going aggressive right when the bell rings and he wore down. He definitely wore down and, uh, he still was able though to land his his big right hand and and take down fury twice now fury knocked him down three times and the last one obviously knocked him out completely so you don't see that too often in a fight i mean five knockdowns one of them being a knockout uh it was it was really something to see now of the 11 rounds i still think fury probably won uh you know eight of those rounds but when you throw in and mix in the knockdowns i mean wilder knocked him down twice in in was it what round was that four or six uh fury got up recovered uh and it was just it was a spectacular it lived not too often do big fights live up to the hype and i was just so satisfied at the end of that on saturday maybe not the greatest fight of all time but i was just satisfied it was worth the price of admission which was a little high i might add uh these pay-per-views are getting to be a little bit expensive that's one i would pay for uh, some of these other ones, they float out there as pay-per-view. I'm like, eh, I'm not spending money on that. I much prefer the free sports. And that's something boxing always has to remember. There's plenty of free sports options out there. So you, your big events, your big pay-per-views make, you know, there can't be that many of them because if you want to make money, make money, you can't just uh, bleed the public dry of, uh, of, you know, of the, uh, excuse me, of their money. So an amazing fight, uh, Congrats to Tyson Fury. Uh, he's going to have a mandatory challenger, I think, here in a few months. But then, uh, as of now, you know, all roads are leading to him and uh, Olehander Usyk fighting for the undisputed heavyweight world championship here in a few months after Usyk upset Anthony Joshua. So, some some big fights ahead. Tyson Fury is a character. He is a, a quite a guy to follow on social media. His story is fantastic. If you haven't heard it before, uh, he dealt with depression and. 
contemplated suicide and things. He turned his life around. Yeah, he found the Lord and, uh, you know, he's just, he's been an inspiration to so many people. He blew up. He was well over 300 pounds. And uh, when he was going through his depression and everything, and, and just, uh, just jumped back in, jumped back in, started conditioning and, and, and became the heavyweight champion of the world. So he's like 30, 33, I think. Um, but he's undefeated. His only blemish was that controversial draw to Wilder. He has now corrected that uh, with not one, but two knockouts of Wilder. So uh, I don't want to see a fourth fight. I was on the fence about this third one. I'm glad there was a third now, but uh, three times is enough. I mean, if it was like, if they had each won one and there was the draw, I'd be like, okay, let's see the fourth fight to decide it. But I mean, Fury's dominated in in these three fights. They don't need to fight again. I don't know what's going to happen with Wilder. Uh, he was undefeated for a while before running into Fury. And, uh, you know, his career might be done. He really took a beating here in this fight on Saturday. And uh, we'll, we'll see what his career means moving forward. So an amazing weekend of sports. I'm looking forward to uh, this weekend of sports. Uh, Thursday night is going to be great. I'm off. I'm going to get some things during the day, do a few recordings. And then I'm going to be on that couch. After maybe I'm going to make dinner for Valerie or at least have something ready. Val, Val, when you come home, things will be nice and ready for you. Uh, but I'm going to have Thursday night football on. Uh, uh, Bucks, Bucks, Philly. And then of course the Dodger game, Dodger game five, they, they forced a game five uh, last night on Tuesday in game four. So that'll be exciting. A uh, winner, winner take all for Dodgers giants in the playoffs. I can't believe I said that. I mean, they haven't met in the playoffs before. It's been very intense, very exciting. And it's going to be a tough test up there in San Fran on Thursday, but a, a nice Thursday night ahead with some football, with some playoff baseball. Oh, it's just fantastic. And that's just getting us started for a crazy weekend of sports. The ALCS starts on Friday with the Red Sox and the Astros, and then the NLCS will get going on Saturday with the Braves and whoever wins, the Dodgers and the Giants. Can't wait for it all. Some great college football ahead, some great professional football ahead. My Rams go to the New York Giants uh, on Sunday, so I will be watching that for sure. What is another game or two that I'm mostly looking forward to? uh on the um the docket here oh i want to say hey uh any happy nhl opening uh night uh cool to see uh hockey on espn again they're gonna have hockey i think every wednesday they were saying uh it was odd to see that i i was sitting with a friend i go you know i never thought i'd see hockey between seattle and las vegas uh, that was cool to see the kraken nice nice looking uniform from seattle but hockey is back so if if again another tv we need added here we got NFL, we got college football, we got playoff baseball, uh, no, nothing, no big fight this weekend, but we got fighting and UFC as always. And now you throw in the mix NHL. I am one happy guy right now. Uh, if I ever get time to, to, to watch these games, but so happy uh, opening night for the NHL. It just kind of, it just kind of happened, right? Just kind of popped up like, wait, Oh, hockey's here. Okay. Uh, bears Packers, uh, Sunday. That's a game to watch for sure. Uh, Dolphins Jags. Now this game, two bad football teams. All right, but I'm really curious uh, how Urban Meyer responds here, how his team responds. If they go to 0-6 uh, and, and, and if they play poorly, does the Jags owner make, make a decision here in the middle of the season? It's Ur- only Urban's first year. I don't think firing him is, is the solution to your problems. You got bigger, bigger issues, I think. Uh, but does Urban Meyer last the season? I, I really don't know. Or la- I don't know if he makes it past one season. He seems to not be fitting into this whole NFL, uh, you know, professional football. I think he's more of a college guy, but time will tell. Okay. Two other, a few other really good games Sunday chargers, Ravens, 
that'll be exceptional. Uh, Herbert against uh, against Lamar Jackson. Cardinals Browns, really good looking game here in Cleveland. Can't wait for that one. Uh, I mentioned the Cowboys Patriots, the Seahawks and Steelers, the Sunday night game. Not that excited, especially with Russell Wilson hurting. Uh, but another game to watch is Browns, or excuse me, Raiders Broncos. Broncos have lost two in a row after starting three and Same as the Raiders. And with all the distractions going on with the Raiders this weekend, that'll be definitely a game to tune into. Uh, as far as uh, baseball goes, I already mentioned that. There's some big UFC cards coming up. UFC 269 was announced. That card looks stacked. Cannot wait for that. And some good fights upcoming here uh, in November in, in boxing. Sean Porter and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Terrence Crawford. That one will be a big one. So uh, lots to be excited about, man, with, with, with sports upcoming. And uh, my last thing I'll say today, uh, I did find this written down is the top college football rivalries uh, out there. I, I want you guys, if you can send me, send me your thoughts on those rank them, if you will, maybe top 10, I'll try to have a few of those for you next week. Uh, but off the top of my head, a few that come to mind, army Navy to me is, is the best rivalry probably in sports uh, UCLA USC for us here in, in Southern California is a really good one. Auburn, Alabama. Uh, that one's exceptional Texas, Oklahoma. We just saw that in the red river shootout. Uh, that one's tough to beat Ohio state, Michigan, you know, up there, always around Thanksgiving, it's usually snowing or really cold. And it's like, we're sitting here in Southern California. Like, man, that looks, that looks cold up there. Uh, Notre Dame, USC, a really good one, a kind of across, across the country, uh, uh, religious schools, uh, rivalry there. That's gone back a long, long time. I'm trying to think of a few more, uh, obviously there's a, there's a ton in the sec, uh, Florida, Georgia is a big one. The, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, I think they call it. And of course, any of the interstate uh, rivalries are, are great as well. So uh, if, if you have any more, I might jot, jot a few down next week and have those ready for you guys. Just uh, again, going through the college football season. I think rivalries kind of matter more in college sports than professional sports. Because um, of course, it's, you know, it's usually the local flair and, and a lot of kids from the area too. So it means a little bit more there. Anyway, enough out of me, kind of a quick show today. I knew it would be uh, just some reactions to sports, some random thoughts. Uh, and of course, some, some uh, not predictions, but looking, looking ahead, looking forward to some exciting things ahead of here uh, this weekend. And also on the podcast, guys, thanks again for tuning in. John Dutton is our guest on Friday. You don't want to miss it. An incredible story uh, regarding uh, faith, football, family, just some, some great topics there that even if you're not a sports fan, uh, I think you'll, you'll enjoy hearing, hearing from him. So you don't want to miss that on Friday. And then we'll be back on Monday for the real Honda football show, the recap of Friday's game, which has been moved to five o'clock. I believe uh, I, I posted that on the get home safe Facebook page. Uh, so five o'clock Friday, we will recap that game. And I always say this guys, and I'm going to continue to say it until the season is over, send us your emails and your voicemails. So that when we record with Mark Carson, head coach of the football team on Sunday, uh, we have some topics and some questions for him. Uh, it's fun hearing uh, the voicemails, like callers calling in the show, right? So that's, that's a fun thing. But uh, anything you want to do, send us your questions, topics. And that goes outside of Real Hondo football as well. For my randomness on Wednesdays, uh, it, it's fun. I, I didn't know if I'd get a show in this week, but I'm glad I did. So I got to go. I got to step aside. I got to pack a lunch. I got to get to work. Long day ahead off tomorrow for some sports uh can't wait for that but anyway guys have a great rest of the week join us on friday don't want to miss it go rio beat the brentwood eagles but guys as always no matter what you're doing whether you're out on the town or rounding third base get home safe